So um, since we last spoke about this particular matter and the fact that the families uh, were given until Monday to actually vacate uh, the houses that they are currently living in, have there been any new developments? Um, you know, at this point in time, not exactly safe for the lo- the launch of the urgent application earlier this week, um, where I guess the heart of it was to, to bring the city of Cape Town to the table uh, to ask that, you know, they assist in providing the residents with temporary alternative accommodation, which um, previously they had stated they have no obligation to. So um, this application will seem to affirm the city's obligation in this regard, which we think is a principle that should extend to other working class people who face eviction from their homes. When uh, we had this conversation the last time, Mr. Matigizela, uh, who was speaking on the government in the Western Cape on behalf of the government, well, he said that, you know, the, the, the accommodation that had been offered had been turned down by the residents. They said that they did not want to be relocated to Blickisdorp or other areas on the Cape Flats. Um, I think there's two things that need to be emphasized there. Um, there wasn't a you know comprehensive approach uh, by both the provincial government and the city um, in terms of what accommodation was to be uh, um, afforded to these uh, to these residents. People were being forced into a system in which they wouldn't qualify, and so would, they would be rendered homeless in any event. A system that requires you know certain criteria for formal housing. Um, and then secondly, and and I think it is a legitimate concern that people absolutely don't want to be displaced from the areas in which They've lived their whole lives. And so an offer to to be, um, you know, displaced to Delft or Blicky's Delft was something that immediately was, um, you know, a fear or concern to them. And so what we're asking is that the city reconsider uh, the building or land that is going to be offered to them on a t- even on a temporary basis that is near as possible to their homes. And I think in this case why this is emphasized is um, the residents of Bromwell, along with various other residents who've lived in Woodstock and Colchever, are coming from an area which essentially was an oasis, oasis in the apartheid city, which is a well-located neighborhood for black and african colored working-class families. So there's no place like it in Cape Town where, you know, they survived forced removals during that area and now are currently being moved out because of market-related forces, which um, the city, um, through the deputy mayor as well as the mayor, have stated, you know, these are private matters in which they aren't obliged to intervene. And... Um, you know, with 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 their non-intervention lends to the the, the and and a displacement based on unaffordability to uh, most of the residents who aren't no longer able to afford uh, living in these areas. And so with the market forces driving them out, with the city saying their hands are dry, are, are, are tied, the residents are really in a very precarious position. Mm. Have have the residents had opportunity to engage with the new owners? Um, you know that did happen very very recently, about uh, maybe two two to three weeks ago for the first time um, since these eviction proceedings um, commenced about a year ago, um, and, uh, and the fact. The facts before, in this case, are particularly, um, you know, complicated given the advice that the, the tenants were previously given. However, I think um, I think focusing on the on the on the new landowner would would only um, wouldn't wouldn't take us to where we need to to be in terms of the intervention. I think that needs to be done by the the, the state because. 
their new landowner is one of many, um, and a, a direct state intervention in this uh, in this case would lead to more systemic change, which I think is required in that neighbourhood. Well, we'll keep an eye on those developments. Thank you so much, Mandi Sashandu, attorney representing the families and also co-director at uh, Difunungwazi Law Centre. And they are launching an urgent application in the Cape Town High Court today.